back yes we are about to get into some fight talk and um actually this week card was not it wasn't that bad it was um had some bangers on there there were some some fights that were a little bit lackluster there's also some controversy and also some major controversy that um i guess we'll we'll lead with that <laughs> as far as notable things on this card, that was definitely one of the things that stood out. Mm-hmm. I like that's all everybody's talking about. Well, let's um, paint the picture, shall we? <laughs> uh, fight, uh, young young man. Um, I don't know if you can pull up his. I don't remember his name. But uh, young man took UFC fight five days. Mm-hmm. Five days notice. And um, so obviously he didn't have a full camp. Didn't have a full camp, but you know these guys that take short notice fights are usually guys that are in shape. They're um, you know they're in somewhat decent shape, and yeah. they're, they're you know mm-hmm. they're there to take on you know fight short notice whatever, make their money. How are they going to do it? This young man, unfortunately, did not do so well. Let's get his name here. Max. What's well, that? Last name is tough. Yeah, it's Ro. Rosef. Yeah, let's go with that. Max Rosef. This is a Max over there. Yeah. Poor Max didn't do so well. Uh, first round got beat up pretty bad. First round. Second round was pretty rough as well, and he started to gas. It was pretty apparent. He just didn't have a gas tank. Mm-hmm. He went back to his corner and he's like, hey guys, you know what? Call it. I'm done. Mm-hmm. Which you rarely see in, in the you, UFC. You never see anybody do. So when I was first watching it, I was like, damn, this guy, like, he's really quitting right now. Like, I, I, I was kind of blown away from it. But then what, what, what blew me even more away is his team was like, no. <laughs> yep. His, his corner was like, no, no, no. You're a champion. You got this. Let's get this. Let's get this. And, it was had mixed feelings because mm-hmm. I, I can see both sides, mm-hmm. but then you took you gotta consider it, it, it's it's a, it's a number of different things. There's a lot of perspectives you can look at it because one, his coach spends more time with him than any of us does. Mm-hmm. So his coach True. knows his fighter and he knows what he's capable of. Knows what he's capable of. So maybe he was he he knew that you know he maybe he's seen this before and his his fighter just needed a little bit of encouragement mm-hmm. and he was doing that. Or he was just pushing his fighter way beyond it, what he, you know, actually capable of. At any rate, guy wanted to quit. Coaches did not want him to quit. Mm-hmm. The inspectors came in, obviously, because the guy did not want to get off this, you know. Get off the stool, yeah. They came in, asked me if he wants to continue. He said, nope. <laughs> I don't. And they pretty much just called it. So hats mm-hmm. off to them for doing that. But it's it, it, it paints an interesting narrative that, you know, maybe... You know, maybe like where do you draw the line with coaching? Because mm-hmm. I've seen we've seen kind of seen this before, mm-hmm. where not quite like this, but you know I've seen you know with Anthony one, Smith with Anthony Smith one time, with uh, Mal Marais one time, and he was what fight was it? He was I remember who he was fighting. I don't know if it was Aldo or somebody. No, it wasn't Aldo fight. It was before the Aldo fight. He was fighting somebody, and he you could tell he was fighting. His his coach was like no 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 like. You know, remember your mother, remember, mm-hmm. you know, 
they'll try they'll, they'll throw everything to kind of you know kind of you know start talking about the sacrifices mother had to make you know to get him here <laughs> anything to kind of get him to stay in the fight mm. which which I thought was pretty interesting as well too but you're starting to see this picture of you know coaches I guess not taking their fighter into consideration if, if you will one way to look at it yeah I mean because <laughs> again all the situations are not the same but mm-hmm. the, the the narrative is starting to form that you know Coaches need to listen to the fighters more. Yep. In MMA. Because mm-hmm. in any other sport, you know, once you don't want to continue. Yeah, once you don't want to continue, that's it. That's it. Which, and, and that's what happened with this one. So it's not like, you know, they forced him to go back out there and he took more blows. But that's the thing. Like, if, if the if the, if the inspector, didn't, inspector come in, didn't come in, he probably was going to have to go back out there. He would have had to go back out there. He didn't want to be out there. Yeah, which is just rough. And, I mean, hats off to him for, for making that call because... As you know, I mean, most people are, have never been probably been a fighter or anything mm-hmm. like that. They listen to this, but one of the last things you want to do is go out like that. You, especially you're, you're, with you're everyone open. looking, you know, you're on TV, mm. everything going on right now. All the all the lights are on you. Above and beyond all of that, you, you don't you don't want to go out like that. You the amount of injuries you can like being in that fair mind, you open you open yourself up to so much more injuries. Well, yeah, but the point I was making was that. For him to voice that to his coach, meaning that he truly mm-hmm. was done. Mm-hmm. He had nothing left and he didn't want to be there. He didn't want to be there. There's a lot of people that don't want to be there and they still go back out there or they still tough it out. Mm-hmm. He was at the point where he did not want to be there and there's no going back out there. And no, no shame in the game either because, you know. Believe it or not, Dana White stood up for him. Yeah, I, I thought that Dana White stood up for him. I thought that was, that was as well said as it could be said. Yeah. Dana White stood up for him and was like, listen, you know. Everyone can say what they want because you know no one's actually doing this. This is this is fighting. This is putting your your, your life on the line. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He's the one that has to do it. He's the one that has to do it. Not the corner. If he doesn't want to do it, he shouldn't have to. One hundred percent. He should be the one making that call, and rightfully so. This time he was. So um yeah, it's it sparked a lot of controversy in the UFC and MMA news and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. it's kind of the hot topic right now. But yeah, kind of felt bad for him. Mm-hmm. But um, hopefully you know they, they give him another shot. Yes, he, he gets a, a fight we can actually prepare for. Because I think obviously you know because it was short notice was part of the issue. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think he he'll always be known for that now. Unfortunately, he will always be known for that. Like, even if he does have a next fight, everybody will be like, hey, this is the guy that quit. Let's try to get him to quit this time. You know, you know, it, it, not only that, but people looking at him like fans or whatever, like a quitter. But uh, he's he's definitely not a quitter. He, he, Anyone that, uh, that fights knows how, how, how tough it is, and mm-hmm. for someone to know when you know when they reach the limit, hats off to him. I'm interested. I'm interested to see if he if he gets the next fight. Yeah, I, I hope he gets another shot. And like, will they bring it up? You know, in the mm-hmm. that'd be interesting. I don't know. <laughs> they probably won't just because marketing and everything. But. Yeah. Um, Roxanne Mataferi also fought in the prelims as well. She lost. She yeah. I mean, I was actually impressed by um, Lauren Murphy. She looks she looks like old. I don't remember how old she is, but she looks looks like she's getting up there in age. But she's she was pretty strong. Roxanne was you know on a winning streak, but she just shut all that shit down. Nothing going there. So, but what what the, the prelims that impressed me the most was Tisha Torres. I, I yeah, mm-hmm. I've always been a Tisha Torres fan. You know, I've all her fights. I was taught that, you know, she was, her last couple of fights, you can see that she was, you know, 
she wasn't looking like a world beater at all. She looking mm-hmm. like she was kind of mm-hmm. reaching her plateau. But man, she showed out this fight. This fight, she upped her activity and she was just foot on the gas pedal mm-hmm. and just throwing everything at this chick. And hats off to her, she stayed in there. I didn't realize she yeah. was in a relationship with, uh, what's her name? Oh yeah, that's been going on. For some reason, I thought Raquel was with somebody else, but... No. Those two, those two been going there. Yeah, yeah, both her and her, her significant other fought on this card. But, yeah, we'll, we'll get to her. But, um, yeah, she had foot on the gas pedal. She looked impressive. Like, she looked like she can go for another run of the title, and it's going to be fun to see. Um, and then Clay Guida fought Bobby Green, mm-hmm. which was quite the fight. Uh, Guida started off, you know, his interest of Bobby Green. You know, he's, he's been on a little tear. You know, he's doing his thing. And, and rightfully so, he, he con- uh, you know, he continues because... Guido was doing his thing, but Bobby Green was just hitting him a lot to the body. Mm. And he kept touching him, and he kept doing things to... Like, this is my first time actually seeing Guido slow down a little bit. He mm. didn't slow down a lot, but he slowed down significantly. It's hard like, to do, but I guess, you know, Guido's getting up in age, too. Yeah, they're so. up in age, too. You know, he's had quite a bit of fights, but... And it was a close decision, too. I mean, Guido was doing his thing, but Bobby Green just kept landing the better strikes, you know, doing the, the, the better work. So, hats off to him for that. Um, moving on to the main card, I was thoroughly impressed with Jim Miller. Yep. Jim Miller <laughs> yeah. shows that he is still dangerous. Yeah, you know, people, uh, and I, I, this is the kind of stuff I like to see. Because a lot of times, when somebody calls somebody out, it's because they feel they could beat him. So I like it when somebody calls somebody out, and the person that they call out beat him. Unless I like the person that is actually doing the call out. <laughs> but this is one of the times where I was like, Boom. That's what you get. Like, why are you calling my name? Because you want this? Okay, fine. This is like um, what's coming out with um Dan Hooker and Dustin Poirier. Mm. I like Dan Hooker. Well, he's calling out Poirier because he feels he can beat Poirier, and Poirier is no joke. I'm like, okay. I really, I kind of want Poirier to win in a sense. Not only really that, but he's he's also look. I think he's already looking past Poirier. He, he was, is. He was picking fights with um someone else. He's picking another fight with somebody else, and he said, "Yeah, no, I'll have to finish with Poirier." Mm-hmm. It's like, mm, dude, slow down. But that's another topic for another that's, day. Uh, that's, that's, we'll, we'll get back to that. We'll get to him. But, but yeah, people calling people out and getting humbled is always. I'm, I'm always down to see him. Yeah, right. and Roosevelt Roberts, you know, is no joke either. He's on a tear. And he, Do what right, I'm saying? He fought. He, he fought already for the for the uh, for the quarantine. Mm-hmm. You know, he bought, he beat my boy Brock Weaver, and you know he looked like a world beater there, and he he looked pretty good here too, but. Jim Miller is showing he's so so dangerous, and and he did he, he did it the right way because he he took it out of um, Robert's element right away. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, Robert kind of Robert's kind of took it out of his own element by by throwing that, yeah. that kick. Jim but, Miller just jumped on him, mm-hmm. and because he, he he saw his opportunity because you know once once they're grappling, all, all that reach and all that stuff that he had against him goes out, out the window. And you're seeing that a lot now is that these MF fighters coming out now are like. There's a lot of the veterans too. Are like, they're so dangerous now. Like, their submission games are on point. Mm-hmm. You're seeing a lot more submissions now, and people are just like, when they get to the floor, they're not wasting time. Nope. Aljamain Sterling. It kind of reminded me of Aljamain Sterling fight. That you know, mm-hmm. just so dangerous. Then, uh, that's gonna because that, that's a fight like, like ten times. I mean, I don't know. Like, if, if, if they were to fight again, it could be completely the opposite way. And Roberts have been piecing him up the whole fight, and then mm-hmm. eventually getting the TKO. But it just so happens that that didn't happen. Yeah, this wasn't his night. This wasn't his night. 
So, good for my boy Jim Miller. Showing that he's still relevant. Still relevant. Good for him. Um, to get a win against like, a dangerous guy, too. Yeah. And then Bilal Mohammed. That fight was a- interesting. A.K.A. French Montana. He looks just like him to me. <laughs> uh, against Lee, um, Lehman Good. Good fight. Um, back and forth. Lehman Good was... He was stiff the entire fight. See, I mean, he's a pretty Until the third round. Yeah. Like, that's, that's kind of how he is. He's, he's just... He's so heavily muscled that, you know... Yeah, there's he, not a... <laughs> and, he could, and it was very evident. And Bilal was just piecing him up. Piecing him up. Doing work. Better footwork, better hands, better everything. Mm-hmm. And it was a close decision, but ultimately... And then, well, yeah, in, the, in, the, in the third round, I guess, after, after the end of the second round, I guess uh, Headbutt had cut Bilal. Mm-hmm. Mm, third round, I guess. I don't know if he... Because he saw the blood, but Good just started, you know, ramping mm-hmm. it up. Yep. And then he started landing because, to me, he could have been landing earlier if he if he was just. I think Bilal being quicker and landing more shots kind of got into the, his head a little bit because he just wasn't really that active. Mm-hmm. And then once he started being active, he's, he's he was right. landing. So it was like the the third round could have easily been the second round if he had just been more active. But he he like he, he had already kind of lull. But he came out a little more active and was like legit winning the he legit win the third round. Mm-hmm. But it was too late. It was too late. Good fight though. I'm interested to see if like that if they had an extra round, how that would have went. Because I think Bilal is good enough to make the right adjustments. But he took some damage in the third round, so. Mm-hmm. Um and then Raquel Pennington. Yep. Against Renault. Um, back and forth fight. Um, kind of like you said, you know, Raquel. Not really making that much move. Actually, I was, I was actually more she impressed. Did, she didn't actually no. She did make some improvement. I would say in this fight, she has now like this. This. I mean, she she always kind of did the 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 the, the Muay Thai clinch. Yeah, the, the kind of dirty boxing type thing. But I think she did it. You can tell like, she's 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 she's, she's honing that crap. She's she's working. And she, she, she she did the best I've seen her do it. But not necessarily because Renault wasn't defending it properly. I was actually more impressed with Renault this fight because, I mean, Renault, for those of know, I think she's like a, a school, I don't know if she's still a school teacher. She was a school teacher. Um, no, she's very, like, you know, she's kind of soft-spoken, seem, you know, seems. Mm-hmm. And uh, unfortunately, I've seen her getting, her, her record's not the best, and I've seen her getting beat a couple times. But I was actually more impressed with how, how, how she was, she came out in the first round, and she, you can tell that she came to fight. Mm-hmm. She wanted to make this, you know. Her coming out party, but ultimately went to decision, and it, of course it went to Raquel Pennington. Yeah, Raquel was just the stronger fighter. Mm-hmm. She was manhandling her, and then and I don't think I, I think because Raquel made such great improvements on her Muay Thai and the Muay Thai clinch, I don't think that Renault trained for that because she was just expecting like a boxing match. Mm-hmm. She was prepared for a boxing match. Once you just throw in that that Muay Thai clinch, it plum, completely yeah. threw her off her game. That plum just. She wasn't def- she wasn't defending it properly, and it's where Raquel was, you know, shining the most, shining the most, and getting the most points, and yeah. swayed the uh, you know the judges in her favor. Yep. Yep. And then of course the co-main, which was a fight that we said to look out for, mm-hmm. didn't go the way we said it would, because I, I, I remember saying someone was going to get knocked out that fight. Mm-hmm. And no one did, but not for lack of trying. Nope. <laughs> because this was definitely fight of the night. This was definitely the fight to look out for, and these guys. Was just throwing, swinging heat, and like 
Emmett Smith just has these hands yep. that just find their mark. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter who you are, his hands find their mark. And I don't know if you noticed, but in the first round, he blew his knee out. Mm-hmm. And still continued the fight. I think this is the second time that's happened to him, I think. Oh, really? I think so. Some, some of that I was hearing, like, like in a fight. Like, I saw he was gone for so long, the last, like, when he had his long way off, I think, was because he messed his knee up. So blew out again. I guess so. He's, ha- he's having knee trouble. Yeah. Gotta get that surgical repair, yeah. But he was bum knee and all was just destroying. Blasting. But it wasn't even one-sided, though, because Shane Burgos was just mm-hmm. kept that pressure. Mm-hmm. Shane Burgos was landing a lot. He landed a lot of the body. He was throwing a lot, a lot of kicks, too, as well. He was a lot of leg kicks that were, you know, <laughs> piecing up you know, Emmett's legs. I, I thought that was a little dirty. I was like, man, you, you saw the man blows in the other. You're going to kick it. Like, but, you know, it, it is what it is. You got to do what you got to do. And, and Part of the fight game. Shane Burgos, unfortunately, was disappointed that he, he lost. But, I, I, honestly, no, no one lost that fight. No. That fight was, you know, both guys shine. It could have easily gone in anyway, but ultimately it went to Emmett. So, good for him. Mm-hmm. Shane Burgos will be back, but yeah. good Burgos for him. Burgos has a chin on him, though. Burgos has quite the chin. Because some of these shots Emmett was landing, I was like, was damn near spinning his head around. Like, I watched his chin go past his shoulder, and I'm like, like how are you still conscious? Yeah. And he, he took a lot of them. I mean, it's one of them, I think one or two of them did drop him. Drop him, yeah. But, but he was like, when he went down, he was smiling and he was... Still in it. Still fighting, still in it. I mean, good for him. He's going to be... He's gonna, he's, I mean, he's already dangerous, but he's going he's gonna to be good. Mm-hmm. Someone to look out for, Shane Burgos. And he has a decent record still, too, you know, 13-2. and two. So, good for him. Then, of course, the main event, which... I mean, I hyped up, you know, Curtis Blades, unfortunately. I was I was on the, you know what? You're drinking the Kool Aid. I was drinking the Kool Aid. I was on the Curtis Blades bandwagon. I was, I was staring the horses for the Curtis Blades bandwagon. I was right there with him. Mm-hmm. But after Saturday, I can I can honestly say that I, I'm probably taking a back seat. <laughs> kind of still on the bandwagon because I'm not gonna you know, yeah. But for you know how he was going on before this. Mm-hmm. And his performance just was not there. Granted, he won. He won. So it's not like, you know, I wasn't true with some of my statements. He is the dark horse in that division. But with a performance like that, you're not you're not making any moves with that kind of performance. It was wrestling heavy. He gassed out, but he just kept going as mm-hmm. well. So it was mm-hmm. a bit, bit of a grind. But he just kept it wrestling. Didn't throw his hands too, too much. And ultimately, the wrestling was what won him the fight. And Alexander, hats off to him, he was still fighting. Mm-hmm. He tried. From round one to round five, he was still there, doing his best. But wrestling just ultimately was too much. And I don't mind wrestlers. It's not like I have something against wrestlers. I don't mind wrestlers. Mm-hmm. But you have to do something once you take someone down. Yeah, I, I, I like effective wrestling. Like, just taking someone down, just take him down is not... Effective wrestling. Yeah, he was he was implementing the old school lay and prayer, <laughs> which we haven't I haven't seen that in a while. And he, he did just enough to stay on the floor, and it, it just it made for quite the boring fight. Quite the boring fight, and it, 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 he's he's in a tough position because his uh, two losses were against one person. You know that one person is <laughs> Ingano, Francis Ngano. Which they're saying is next for the title mm-hmm. after that whole thing with um, Stipe and mm-hmm. thing works out. But then what are you gonna do? Put 
you know, Francis and Curtis again for the third time. It's like, it kind of doesn't make sense, unfortunately. I mean, it does, but it doesn't. It does because Curtis, I guess, is getting better, but... But only yeah, looking from Francis' point of view is like... I'm looking at it from the USC's point of view. It's like... That's not going to be an exciting fight. Not only if, like, because the only chance you have of being exciting is if Ngannou knocks him out again. That's the only chance you get. If that doesn't happen, and if he... Now he's fighting him the third time, he can prepare. He's prepared longer now. And he just implements this crazy lay and pray and becomes a champion via lay and pray. Now that's your champion. It's like, who, no one is going to want to watch the heavyweight division ever again. Like, everyone's going to want to see that belt get off him as soon as possible. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yep, yep. You can't headline a card with a lay and pray. You know what I mean? So, unfortunately, Curtis Blades, I don't know. Got to work on his marketability and work on his hands. But, yeah. Uh, did you see that interview afterwards? He was so tired. Oh, he couldn't even speak. He could not even speak. He, he was so speak. tired. I, I like, I was getting flashbacks of like you know, um, Dada five thousand, and uh, Kimbo, mm. which ultimately that's the fight that ended Kimbo's life. But I was like, somebody <laughs> get this man like a seat, some water, some because he looked like he was like struggling through that interview. But yeah, yeah, Chris leads him. Whatever he's he's in a bad spot. Oh, and Ghana needs to be the champion. Like the stars need to line up, and Ghana needs to be the champion for the heavyweight division. The heavyweight division needs it. Needs some because like the past couple of heavyweight fights has just been not good. There's been quite a number of not good heavyweight fights of just long drawn out two guys just flopping on each other. And hoping one gets knocked out, nobody's getting knocked out. You know, yeah. this one was worse because one was actually trying to knock one other one out, the other one wasn't trying to do that. So, was, you know, what I mean, that there's there's too many out of shape heavyweights, in my opinion. Not when I say out of shape, I don't mean like they're not like sloppy fat or anything. Yeah, like. they're not they're not sloppy fat, but they're not cardio machines by any stretch of the imagination. You know what I mean? And they get by with having heavy hands, which everyone of that weight has, should have some good hands. So, you know what I mean. And sometimes I could just like when I, when I see certain two heavyweights get matched up, I'm like, this is one of those. I could look, I could look and see. Okay, this is not gonna be great. The only chance it has of being great is when I'm getting knocked out, which is probably gonna happen. But if that doesn't happen, if it doesn't go, if it goes past the first round, mm-hmm. I can tune out. I think that it's. What I'm liking now, though, is that certain light heavyweights are moving up. Like, Alexander Gustafsson has come out of retirement. Fighting heavyweight division, which is... He can, do, he, he, can make, he can make waves there, for definitely. I think he can do... He can make a lot of waves there, because there's, there's so many sloppy fighters. And he is not one of them. And he is 100% not one of them. He is... I think he's going to do big things in the heavyweight division. And now he can actually, put, he can actually weight train now and put on some weight. Really Alexander Gustafsson could be a definitely a contender. Could be a contender. Jones, Jones could have been a contender too, but you know, whatever. Who's that not guy? Gonna, yeah, we're not gonna beat that horse again. Who's that guy? And uh, for those of you who don't know Alexander Gustafsson, he's the one guy that, well, actually now there's two guys, but he's one of the guys that people said like legit felt like that he beat John Jones. You know, everybody remembers that fight. Of course, John has. Avenge that loss, but well, it was not loss, but he has avenged 
the naysayers from saying mm-hmm. that, and yeah, he beat Alexander legitly. Yeah. But he has one of those. He has a skill set and uh, the length that you know could give John Jones trouble. But now that he's at heavyweight, he's gonna destroy. He's gonna. I think he's gonna go through the heavyweight division. He's gonna go through the heavyweight division pretty pretty easily. But put it. But I, I would. Uh, the only problem is when he gets to the the high point of the heavyweight division he, in, against Ngannou. He's gonna have problems. Unless he can keep it on the outside and box kind of like how Stipe did, but even so, he he, he has Ngannou rushes you. He has that ability, but I don't know. Ngannou's Ngannou, so. Yeah. And now uh, Alexander's fighting. Who is he fighting again? He's fighting. He's fighting Verdum. Verdum, yes, Verdum. That's gonna make some interesting fight. We'll see. Verdum just not picking the best fights for himself. Nope. Verdum's gonna get torn the fuck up. Verdum is gonna get destroyed, in mm-hmm. my opinion. He picks his fights. But at any rate, moving on to this weekend, of course, another card coming up. Uh, can't wait for this one. Um, it's going to be a good one. I mean, for the most part, the prelims are skippable. Mm. So for Luis Pena. Yeah. That's a big one. What's his name? The, his nickname is funny. Is it the Fighting Bob Ross, some of that? <laughs> that's that, definitely what he looks like. Yeah, yeah, that's what, yeah. I think that's his nickname. Is something something with Bob Ross is in his nickname. That's funny, but um, yeah. Uh, other than that, of course, we have the co-main for that card: Mike Perry versus Mickey Gall. Great, great fight. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a Mike Perry fan, so I want to see Mike Perry. You don't, you're not a, you're not a, you're not a, you know. Um, listen, he's entertaining. He's entertaining. I, he's, he's eating enough humble pie where I, I kind of want to see him get some wins now. Uh, and Mickey Gall is kind of cocky, and I, I like to see you know Mickey Gall needs a little, little bit more humble pie in his life. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I would like to see Mike Perry win. Mike Perry win, Good. but it's not Good. gonna happen. Good, it's not, it's not gonna happen. You don't think so? He's not gonna be Mickey Gall. <laughs> Mickey Gall is too talented to be to lose to Mike Perry. Mike Perry is not that talented of a, of a fighter. He's the blackest white guy now. True. I, 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 Mike Perry has explosiveness. Mike Perry has, uh, you know, strength or something like that. But he has some hands. He has hands, but he, he doesn't have. I don't think he has skill set to match Mickey Gall. Unfortunately, yeah. Mickey Gall's gonna take him out. Mickey Gall's gonna choke him out. Guaranteed. Okay. If I was a betting man, I'll put money on that, and I'll put money on that result. Okay. He's gonna. He's, Mike Perry's gonna get choked up. And to 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 top it all off, or why I know this is gonna happen? You know who trains Mike Perry? You yeah. know who his trainers are? He doesn't have a team right now, does he? Exactly. His girlfriend trains him. So she doesn't train him, but she holds pads for him, and she's gonna be in his corner. Yeah, he doesn't have a team right now. He, his he? girlfriend <laughs> is his trainer. He doesn't have a team. How is he still in the... The only reason he's still in the UFC is probably because of contract. Mm, marketable, too. Man, I hope... Uh, he, he's in a worse spot. He's not in a like good where, spot. Where um, Diego Sanchez was. Yes. He's not in a good spot. Somebody, it's, it's, it's either he gets picked up by a camp or he's going to fire his contract and you'll never see him again. He, he there's no way he can properly train at this level. Mickey Gall's gonna Mickey Gall's gonna choke on the first round. 
Yep, we'll see. I'm still rooting for Perry. And then, of course, back to the fight that we were talking about earlier. Mm-hmm. The Dustin Poirier versus Dan Hooker. And I, I, I have to say, I'm, I'm going with Dustin on that one. Yep. Hooker, I like Hooker, and he's been on a tear. Yeah, and Hooker's, he's Hooker's a dangerous fighter. Super dangerous, and he's doing his thing, but Dustin Poirier, just his last fight was against Khabib, was it? No, he fought after that. Did he? Did he fight after that? I think he did. I don't think I can't remember. I don't know, but anyway, you know, just recently fought for a title not too long ago. Mm-hmm. He's he, he he's up there. He's definitely has world class skills, and he he he's been doing it a while. He's a veteran. Yep, he's been doing it a long time. I, I I used to always like him back in the day, and you know he, he's had some mishaps. You know, you know he's I I could I could see him like I've seen him go down mentally, like you know crying and stuff and all that. I mean, it's it it not a dig on on anyone's mental state, but you know I I, I sometimes like it's, it's, it's something about. Because you know we've been you know in, in that arena, like being a fighter, and you look into a fighter's eyes, you can kind of see, you can kind of get a grasp for their who they are in a sense, in a, in a way that I think other people can't. Mm-hmm. And I've seen him go down, and I've seen him come back up. Like yep. I think, like after the loss to Connor was like one of his worst downs, mm-hmm. you know. And I've seen him come back up, and I've seen him win at the current level that he's that he's at. And I've seen him take losses, and I look at how he, he how he takes the losses, and he's, he's doing it a lot better now. So I can see, you know, I can see his growth. And it's always something I kind of every time I every time I see him, I was looking at him to see like, okay, like, where is he at? Where is where is Dustin at? And he, he, I think he's in a good place right now. I don't think Hooker's gonna beat him. Yeah. If I was a betting man, I would say Hooker's not gonna beat him. And even if even let's say that Hooker wins, I think it would have more so to do with. Poirier not showing up? Poirier not showing up due to maybe Corona stuff. Being able to trade and all that kind of stuff. You know, we'll see. That's happening this weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, live. So we'll definitely be checking that out. Thinking about doing a, a live yeah, we've been, fight we've been, campaign. We've been playing with that idea. We, 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 we may actually do it this for this card. Or maybe we, we may just save it for Fight Island. Because Fight Island is... That fight is... Isn't that fight on Fight Island? No. Oh no, it's not. That, that was yeah, the week that after. Was, yeah, the week after. Okay, that, th- that card's gonna be. I thought this was the open up for cut. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. Final is gonna be great. Uh, I'm looking forward to that great. for sure. But at any rate, if we do do that, um, you know, look out for that on our Discord. Um, we'll probably do some kind of a some kind of ads or something to a post, mm-hmm. so we can know about that on our Facebook and social media and stuff like that. So keep you guys in the know. Um, but yeah. It's a good place to end it. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Definitely do appreciate all the supporters out there. Shout out to shout out to everyone, you know. Mm-hmm. Shout out to all, all our people. If, even if you just listen to just the good ideas, you like the good ideas, shout out to, you know, the good ideas crew. Shout out to, you know, all our Fight Talk people. People that love the fights the way, the way we do, love the UFC, and enjoy fights. Shout out to you guys for listening and, you know, keeping up with us, listening to the podcast. It's good stuff, man. And everyone that just loves VIVN, Isaac Boy's content on a whole. We do appreciate you guys. Yeah. We, we, we do enjoy, you know, keep doing this. So if you do like it, of course, and you're not a supporter, feel free to jump on the supporter bandwagon. We, uh... It's definitely growing. It's, it's, it's growing and... We, it's, we, we, it's, it's, a, it's a humbling thing, in honest, honestly, like, you know. It is. People like us that much to... Give us some, you know, some, some coin. Give us some resources so that we can continue doing what we're doing because... There's so much that there's so much to be done, and we're making so much progress. But you know, 
every every amount of resource that we can get, any kind of help we can get, goes so long. Go goes such a long way because such a long way. You guys don't it, even know. It's still just right. I mean, we, we do have people that come and help in little areas here and there, but f- for the most part, it's, it's just me and my brother. And when I say for the most part, I'm talking about ninety nine point nine percent of it is one hundred percent just us. You know, so. Yeah. Yeah. Any little thing that helps yeah. is is greatly appreciated. Definitely appreciate you guys' contributions. I mean, like I said it goes a long way. So spread the word, you know. Let us know, you know. Well, you know, if there's any suggestions or anything you guys have for us, mm-hmm. if you feel, feel free to reach out. And I I I, I prefer to get because there's, there's a lot of people that like us and they won't they won't tell us bad stuff. They'll be like, oh yeah, this is good. This is good. I prefer people to tell us this is shitty. You need to do this yeah. better. You know that—that's the kind of criticism I want. I'm—I'm I'm, I'm starting to realize people are too, people because we're such nice people. People are too nice to us, and they don't give us the feedback that we really need True. to improve on our product. Let's say, let's, 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 you know, if you have to dig deep and scrape deep for something bad, please do that because I, <laughs> I, I, this is how we get better. Yeah, this is what we need. So appreciate you guys. Love you guys. Take care of each other. Be good to each other. Isaac boys out. Fight Talk was recorded from the Isaac Boys Podcast. You can check us out on Spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Beaker, you name it, we're there. Check us out. Enjoy listening to the podcast? Well, consider becoming a supporter. As a supporter, you can directly support the podcast with monetary contributions, ranging from a dollar to $10, based on your budget. Your monthly contributions will ensure that we can continue to do what we love doing, bringing you great content. Go to anchor.fm forward slash VIVN to find out how you can become a supporter. All contributions are greatly appreciated.